0: Welcome to Young Creative Hustlers, a podcast for artists who want to learn ways to make a living by what they love to do. I'm Josh Williams, a musician and filmmaker, among other things, and I'm looking to do the same. Join me on my journey as I talk with other creatives and share my story about how to be a young creative hustler. Hey, welcome to season one, episode three of Young Creative Hustlers. I hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. Today, I have someone who's not named Aaron as our guest. His name is Joel Casanova. He is the owner of Beat Hunter. B Hunter Dance basically offers hip hop classes that are personal, professional, family friendly. Joel is the creator and founder of it. I met him uh, maybe about three or four years ago through his brother and I've seen his growth as a creative and also as a business person throughout those years. So I really wanted to get him on the podcast to share his his perspective on dancing and how you can make a living doing that. So Here's my interview with Joel Casanova. I'm here in Joel Casanova's house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are straight up in his house. We talked about the secret, bro. You're not supposed to say where you're recording. Stop <laughs> yes. I, I, I said, yeah, we're, we're in his house right now. So if you
0: hear people coming in and out, it's because he invited people over. So we may even have a little bit of a live audience. First of
1: all, like, how did you even get into dance? So, um, I started dancing when I was 11 or I was, let let me say I was introduced to dance when I was 11. Okay. Um, because we switched churches and they had like a kid's choir, but that was the first year when we moved in, that was the first year that they added like a dance team. I had no idea what dance was or what it was about or anything. Yeah. And so I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. Like a dance team. YOLO. I mean, that wasn't a thing back then, but like, I was like, whatever, let's do it. So it was really funny looking back because I can't imagine my life without dance. And so, like, knowing that when I was 11 years old, it was like, what is dance? And like, I just joined this dance team and it was like, I had no idea like what kind of trajectory that would send me on, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a church dance team. Okay, so from
0: there, what kind of happened after that? You got on the church dance team. What was that experience like?
1: Yeah, so we we did like performances, like a couple performances. I'm not sure if it was before, or after the performances, but they brought in this guy named Fenton Fulgham. Uh He owns a dance studio in uh, Plano, Texas. And so what happened was um, he came in to like help make choreography for the team. And so uh, when he came in, he uh, was, he basically handed out cards and was saying how we were, he was going to start a dance studio with um, the youth pastor. Yeah. So he was like, Hey, here are our cards. Check it out. And so at that point I had been officially introduced to dance and I was like, this is the best thing on the planet. So I went, took the card and I brought it to my mom and I was like, mom, we got to do this. Like this, this is it. Yeah. This is life. Actually, kind of backstory the reason why we switched churches is because my parents got divorced. Yeah. And so, my mom was a single mom. And so, we, me and my single mom, went to the dance studio and like we opened the door and like the dance prices like punched us in the face on the way in. We're like, oh, shoot. Um, so, like, we couldn't afford it basically. Um, so, we basically raised money from 11 to 13. And 13, I actually joined the dance studio and went got onto the competition team. Oh, that's great. So awesome. Right. It's the richest story. Yeah.
0: (laughs) A little bit. You said that, you know, you had that moment when you were like, yeah, I want to do this. Was that like, was there a moment later where you were like, I want to make this my living? Like, I want to do this as a living. Or is it kind of
1: like, I kind of like doing this? I... Had no kind of career plan in mind at that time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is amazing." And then I switched studios later on to another studio, uh, Hip Hop Nation, with Tanji Lockman. And so I was with like people like Eric Mitchell, um, Ian McLean. Shout out to all those guys, Tyree Holmes. Um, I gotta give credit um, because yeah. all those guys were like, "We're gonna do this professionally. This is what we do." Yeah. And I was like, "That's amazing." And so I was like, "That's when I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know it was like." You could, and I, I love it with my all my heart, but I didn't know it was like a career thing. And so when they said that, I was like, "Well, shoot, I'm gonna do this too." So it wasn't like a, there was no like planning okay. involved, which <laughs> probably is not the best. But like, there's no planning involved. Which kind of just stumbled into. It was it. just kind of like, I love this, and people mm-hmm. were like, "I'm gonna do this as a job." I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna do this as a job too." Like, you're not gonna leave me with like in the dust, you know? So they had like plans to, like move out to LA together and caravan. and I was like, "I'm gonna go too," you know. And so it wasn't until one day I went in, we went into the studio and Eric Mitchell would teach two classes back to back. And um, one day he came in and he was like, I got nothing for tonight. So I'm going to choreograph for the second class, but you, you are going to choreograph for the second class. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, because I'd never choreographed before ever. (laughs) Yeah. And so he was like, well, you better get to it. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I choreographed a piece. um, We were in like this. Super sketchy warehouse. So I went to like the alleyway yeah. and I choreographed a piece. And then I came in, I taught the first class and people loved it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, it was like, a, I've never done this before. And it's usually people are like, oh, you have some, you know, because they're all older than me. So they're like, mm-hmm. I expected some kind of feedback, but they're like, no, that was dope. I was like, dope. <laughs> I didn't know that cool. was the response. You know, I, I did the thing. Yeah. yeah. I did the thing and the thing <laughs> happened because I did the thing. And so uh, Tanji was the director of the studio. And so she was like, have you ever thought about doing this like as a job, like teaching class? And I was like, no. But I I was like, I didn't know like getting paid to do what you love was a thing. Because like I came from like a dance studio background. So it's like, no, you like this thing. So you have to pay to do this thing. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, what do you mean I can get paid to doing this? And (laughs) even today, it's still like a struggle. Like, oh man, I got to charge people for this. But So backtrack a little bit. Talk to me about, I know you've kind of danced in a lot
0: of different studios or a lot of different Mm -hmm environments can you walk me through your different experiences in the different environments and how what did you learn from each of them?
1: Okay, so started in Revelation Dance Studio. That was the first one with and Foljum. And what was the style of dance for that? It was all hip-hop. Okay. So immediately introduced to hip hop from the get-go. Okay. Um it was only until like one of my last two years. And so also hip hop but also competition and studio hip hop. Okay. Not necessarily street hip hop, because there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Um and so I was introduced to that and competition. So it was like the very first thing I learned from revelation was like to be clean, mm-hmm. like body control. Like I, I loved it, but I was like, um, one of my friends has this term called a uh, white girl syndrome, no hate. But, uh, <laughs> and so it was like a, you, you love this, but you have no control of your body. So you're just kind of flailing. Yeah. So Puerto Rican Joel had white girl syndrome for starting out. So no shade, I Let's hear it all, for white girls. I uh, think we all start there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was like so it was like Fenton was like you will control your body. There's no other option. So it's like control of, you know, like this this refined this refinement of my movement. Uh then I moved to Hip Hop Nation and that was more um improvisation, freestyle um career Street, So it was kind of like going from like a studio to like a step-up movie. We were in, (laughs) yeah, no, like legit. We were like in like Princeton, Texas and it was like, it was like this old country road and like it was like no air conditioning, no heater. It was a warehouse and they put like stuff on the floor Mm -hmm. so we wouldn't slip. That's it. Yeah. Like it was like we we had like a garage door to get into the alley. It was like, it was like straight up a hip-hop, a step-up movie, not a hip-hop movie. Um, And so, so that one was more, uh, freestyling and integrating my personal style into, into freestyling as well as choreography, mm. you know? Cause like all these guys were like, we're, they're pushing themselves like daily. Yeah. And so like I was now surrounded with these people, like it's like me working, like liking to work out and then like stepping into like a gym where people are like professional bodybuilders. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh shoot. Like these guys are the real deal, you yeah. know? So I'm like, I need to, so just being in that environment helped me freestyle better and mm-hmm. like expand and grow my, my boundaries but also learn to choreograph, which is another boundary. Yeah.
0: Okay, so all that's kind of culminated to where you are now. And so, what exactly
1: is Beat Hunter? Beat Hunter Dance is a headquarters for dance innovation. Um, there's some years between leaving Hip Hop Nation and doing the things that I do now. So I moved to Virginia and I, you know, auditioned for a company and got in, but then God was like, no. I was like, huh. And then I moved, I went to college. So, a lot of different things. And all of the background that kind of like rolled over into where I am now is basically like this new perspective on dance itself. Okay. So, a lot of people try to like innovate within like a specific venue. Mm. And so, mine is a whole lot more, I guess, intellectual and more like general. Do you explain. For example, yeah. <laughs> For example, I have a, uh, the personal kinetic curriculum. Okay. And so that's like, an, like a new way to look at dance itself or like my method of it. So even though I have exercises that train you in dance and like help you master like your body, it's a whole lot more mind than it is body. Mm-hmm. Like the first step is musicality. And so it's like a lot of people throw around this word, but like I I define it in a specific way and I teach it in a specific way. So it's like dancers dance to a track, right? And there's like a bunch of things happening in this music, but you can break it down into multiple things. So I describe musicality as like, like music is like a buffet. Mm -hmm. So you have like chicken, you know, potatoes, spaghetti, lasagna, soup, right? And you can take all those different things and like throw them into like a blender and you could like drink it. And it's like, I would judge you hardcore because that's disgusting. But like <laughs> you usually like put onto a play and decide what you're doing. So like musicality is like, I teach people through personal, the personal kinetic curriculum. Okay. Listen to the music and make specific choices. Do okay. you want soup? Do you want soup first? Do you want soup mm-hmm. at all? Are you going to move to the lyrics? Or are you going to move to the bass? Are you going to move to this? Or are you gonna move to that? So it's like, think about what you're doing, you know, don't just dance and kind of like, jump on the bandwagon of this is how we dance because it's been around for forever. Mm -hmm. So I innovate how I teach. I innovate dance itself and I use that to teach people how to be themselves through Mm -hmm. dance instead of just learning a style and being a style incarnate. It's like, no, you should be yourself in movement. So basically you teach classes and
0: then you've developed your own curriculum that you teach people on how to basically master their body. Yeah, and that's okay. kind
1: of the core right now as well as like hip-hop classes that I teach, but it it's so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a blog. I want to start my own podcast, in fact. Um, there is um, like I'm starting like an online community of dancers that yeah. are like connected past borders. So it's like the like the tagline I have is like, resist the divide. So mm-hmm. we're divided by, you know, I'm in this studio, you're in that studio. I'm in this state, you're in that state. I'm yeah. in this time zone, you're in that time zone. I'm like, screw all of that. Like the, we're going to connect regardless of all of that and help each other. And mm-hmm. then there's like another, like different, like a dance product. I can't really say it because it's kind of like a secret yeah. right now. <laughs> um, we when we're recording this, but like, it's, it's like a product that I teach people with. So yeah. it's like, there's like, dance but it's like we're using we're innovating dance wow we're innovating how people think of dance and how they think of themselves in relation to dance that's great dude i love that and
0: yo when i saw the videos for the curriculum i was like <laughs> okay yeah Joel's legit like those videos were so dope i'm like okay yeah he's really like really presenting himself in a different light now and i respect you so much for that man
1: yeah yeah which is really funny because those videos <laughs> those like the level that they're at. So shout out to Josh Olson who made yeah, those videos. Josh. And it was so, it was so spare the moment because like he record, he's like, Hey, I got this new lens guys. And he recorded and he posted it on Facebook and I was like, Hey, this is dope. We should make a video together. He's like, I'm going to be in Virginia beach this weekend. I was like, let's do it. Uh-huh. And that was a conversation. It was like, let's go. <laughs> and so we had like some like Skypes or, or we use Facebook messenger, but like we like Skyped and like talked like on video chat to talk about what is it, mm-hmm. what it is, what it is that we're like looking for like in the video aesthetic but it was just like let's do it and we did it speaking of that like how important has collaboration with other artists
0: been in your growth as a dancer and just in general whoa um
1: so so important like i beside like one of the venues of dance innovation is collaboration Mm -hmm. through be hundred dance so like a lot of people like the the norm is basically what we're fighting again. So we have the norm of like, oh, I go to X dance studio and you go to X dance studio. So we don't talk unless we're at a competition and I'm like trash talking you. <laughs> or what really happens is like, I'm like, oh my gosh, kill it. You're going to do great. And then talk behind your back. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like mad oh, shade, oh. right? And so it's like, I'm like, no, we need to work together as dancers because we're part of the dance world. Like we're all connected. Where I am as a dancer is like, I teach and I create and I do all these things, but I need to like intake. So I was part of, I did this um, project with Sean Labadee who owns Inspire uh, Arts Collective. And so she basically brought dancers together to create a piece. And so collaborating on that piece with them was like, it helped her because it was for her showcase, but it was so much more for me than it was for her. Like so much more because like, I was like dead inside hmm. and I was like, like output, output, output all the time. And so like I was still doing output, but it was like creativity, not for my job to get paid is creativity. Cause I wanted to. Yeah. And so like that, using that creative muscle in a different area and collaborating with those people, um, it was like, it just like breathed life into me. And so I'm still kind of like on that high. And that yeah. was like, I think two years ago, mm-hmm. like like, just that, like, that breath of air, like, has taken me, like, so far.
0: Yeah. That's great, man. So, now on to some more nitty-gritty things. So oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, like, what are some practical ways for dancers to make money? Is it all, like, you gotta be, I'm gonna be in this music video, yeah. like, uh, working in a troupe, touring? like yeah, yeah how, yeah. how do you make money as a dancer, man? But I know you obviously have the teaching route as well, but... Can you kind of talk a little
1: bit about that based on your experiences? Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, you should never do it for the money, Josh. You just live <laughs> off of the audience <laughs> and the claps and the applause. Clout. Yeah. So, like, fam, I got to eat. I, like, <laughs> like, you know, so a lot of people, a lot of people when they're younger and they get into dance, they're like, I don't care about the money. I don't care about this stuff. And it's like that it sounds selfless, but, like, it's just naive. Like, Ooh. You need to eat. You need to pay bills. Like you need to do these things, you know. Even like, like just for like simple pleasures of like, oh, I'm out with friends and I can't afford this because I'm a dancer. Like, Mm. like we're at cookout, fam. Like a whole (laughs) meal is like two dollars. Like chill out. Like you need money. Like money, like is the currency that we use. And you know, maybe in the future it's like Bitcoin or whatever. But like that's still money. You know. So like the future, right? The future. uh, A lot of times. Again, we have this this mentality. So like I said about the competition, like I'm an X studio, you're an X studio. Another like simple narrative is like, okay, well, you got to get booked. And it's like, what does that mean? Right? So it's like auditioning for plays. I auditioned for Guys and Dolls for VSC. Right? And there's all these other dancers who are like, yeah, this audition and this audition and this audition. It was like my first audition. And I was like, what? I didn't know this is like a thing. I mean, I did. But like, I was my first one. So I was like so new to it. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like touring with artists or being on a troupe or being on a dance company. So some dance companies, when you first start off, like you have to pay them
0: mm-hmm. wow. to
1: learn. And then as you become a, you're like a trainee and then you become a company member okay. and that's when you get paid. So weird. A lot of people don't like to say that cause it's like, Hey, pay us to be on our company. And it's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but uh, some and then some companies immediately say, hey, we'll pay you to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I like to encourage dancers to make money off of their art because it's like you're making money off of stuff that you do. But it's not going to be as like glamorous or as clean cut as you want. So not mor- not morally, though, like a lot of people are like, you got to do what you got to do. So be in this like porno. And I'm like. Fam, you have standards. Like, don't do that to yourself. But <laughs> it's like I I did a I did a concert with um a friend of mine Corey Corey Thompson mm-hmm. Corey Tom Thomas, <laughs> and so he's a rapper and yeah. so his rapper name is changed and so we did background dancing and so we like rehearsed the background dancing in his like in his living room, and so it's like no we're not in a dance studio no there's not like professional dancers we had some like high school kids from his his church, but it's like, I got paid for that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, not only that, but I got paid for doing what I love and helping out a friend. Yeah. So it's like, you guys did a great job by the way. I was there. So So, thank you. It was, it was kind of stressful. Low key. (laughs) (laughs) Cause we're like, Oh crap, we don't know what we're doing. But then it's like, we did it. So it's like, it's like, look for, look for collaboration Mm -hmm. venues and look for, um, places that will make you money. So like, um, be like practical and logistic in that way. So it's like, I had a two birthday parties that I did yesterday. One was at my studio. One was out on location at like this like hotel. Yeah. And so it was like, one was like a five year old's birthday party. Well, he turned six and then one was like a 50 year old birthday party. So one was like me hosting the party and saying, Hey kids have fun. And the other one was me performing and being entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, those are random things that I'm like not super passionate about. Like my passion in life is to throw birthday parties. like, No, but those are things that make me money. And it's like, I'm still doing what I love and I'm still bringing people happiness, but it's something that's practical, Mm -hmm. you know? So like I do wedding choreography, you know? So I did, um, I'm performing in a wedding later this month and then I'm doing choreography for uh, another couple's first dance. And so it's like simple things that it's like, people will pay to do this. Mm -hmm. So like think of the logistical things, like have your core stuff and then make a list of like, what do people pay for when it comes to dance yeah like entertainment parties weddings um mm. venues um i did this i did like if you're creative if you're <laughs> hopefully you're creative if you're a dancer but like <laughs> low key that's a whole other topic but uh if you make choreography Use, there's like a choreographic process so you can charge for your choreography. Mm. And then there's a performance process. So if you don't perform, but you do the choreography for someone else, there's a rehearsal process. You can charge for that. There is a performance process. Uh, there's a performance fee. There is a, you know, birthday party, you know. Um, like even like music video. So um, I do choreography for CBN. They have mm-hmm. the Superbook like, uh, Sunday School Curriculum. Yeah, and so I do choreography, and then I also dance in their music videos. Ah, cool. And so I get paid twice because I do choreography mm. and I do the actual video. So it's like, am I super passionate about making Sunday School videos? Well, no, but I'm super passionate about dance, and I'm like not limiting myself to just. Okay, well, I'm not a background dancer for Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, sorry, I'm like Justin Timberlake, you know, Missy Elliott, all these people. They're like, I'm I'm gonna audition for this thing, and it's like. I I did background dancing for change, Corey. You know. Was that the biggest gig in the world? No. But I got paid for it. Yeah. So it's like you're Mm. getting you're getting the resources to and then also be be smart about your money so that you're not just like, I got, you know, paid two hundred dollars. So I'm gonna blow it within the next two days. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, so that's the other half. But think outside of the box when it comes to making money. Yeah. So are you seeking out, well, of course, I mean, of course you know you're
0: seeking out, but like, are, are you looking at forums? Like, are this kind of word of mouth or are you like pitching your
1: services to people? Like, how are you going about doing this? Both. Okay. Both. Definitely. Um, there are people who get word of mouth. Okay. Here's another side topic, right? Okay. So when you post, so one half is I post about stuff that I do and I have it on my website and I suggest it when people. I give out my cards, like, Hey, I do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, um, but you don't know that people know about you. So I'm like posting and I have people that I know follow me like on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. But I don't know that they see my stuff because they're not like commenting and liking and like direct messaging me like, hey, that was super great post, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. But they still see it. It's still information in their brain. So I, the 50th birthday party I did last night, um, this other lady, Iris Good, she con- She gave the inf- my information to this lady because the lady was looking for someone to mm-hmm. dance at, like break dancers for this party. And so I didn't know, like, I think I've met Iris like once in person and I did I know we follow each other on like social media, but I didn't know she like knew who I was so that I could do that. Ah, okay. And so she was like, Hey, I'm looking for a breakdancer, like the, the lady. And then Iris was like, Oh, you should look up Joel Casanova. And so I'm like, Oh shoot. Like I just got this gig from this lady. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like both sides. It's like some, some, some like, We don't like to talk about people, what we do, because it seems like, oh, hey, I'm trying to make money. Like, I'm desperate. Yeah. And then we also don't like to post because then we don't get, like, feedback from it. So we're like, both sides are, like, failing. When in reality, you need to push into both. Mm -hmm. Because one side is, like, we'll build you as, like, a business person. Because, like, dance is, like, an art, but you need to have the business side. And then, like, you need to, like, push yourself to, like use like, get past those boundaries. But then the other side is, like, people see the stuff that you post, even if it's not, like... They're not like blowing up your feed and you're getting 60 million likes. Yeah.
0: So how do you market yourself? And you said you got to build a business side, but like what type of things should you be posting as a dancer? Like just cool, like videos of you just dancing or
1: talking about why you love dance or a little bit of both or say I'm a quote, just dancer, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't choreograph or I, I do choreograph, but I don't have like a studio or a place that I'm trying to do it in. You need to have personality. And like people already have personality. Yeah. But they don't know how to do it on social media. (laughs) Oh, man. I've definitely seen you in action, bro. (laughs) Look, guys, look, we were
0: at a concert and Joel gets out into the crowd and starts like hyping the crowd up. They weren't even paying him to be there. But he was like out there in the crowd, like hyping everybody up. And he had like they were doing like dance off. And then a whole group of people got together. Jonathan was there. He's over here in the corner. But yeah, we were all (laughs) we were all there. It was wild, man. It was it was crazy. And I
1: definitely see that. Your personality um, shining through in that. Yeah, thanks. And so I'm actually trying to get better at that personally because, like, I'm like so focused on the business side. Like when I when I started B Hunter, I was in college, and so I was like, okay, what do business people do? (laughs) You know, so I'm like, I'm a business, be the business, and it's like, chill, like, (laughs) chill. You know, it's like you have a business, yeah, and people will know about it. But like on social media, by being on social media, just in general, the way I see it, it's like you're telling people that you are a person that they can talk with. Mm -hmm. So like if I called up my friend, like Sarah, and she was like, I apologize for not, you know, returning your call. I was uh, very inundated with, you know, job things. And so I... Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it's like, people don't talk. They're like, hey, bro, I was like slammed at work. So I'm so sorry I didn't return your call. So like be like that on social media, Mm -hmm. even if you're a business. Like don't, don't like be unprofessional but like just like talk how like use emojis like talk in slang like talk how people usually talk on social media but you're just representing your business instead Mm -hmm. of you but uh so say you're say you're uh, just a regular choreographer person right um and you don't have a studio so like show your you can talk about what you believe in but like your personality is what people will be drawn to and so when they see oh i like this person people will listen to people that they like. So instead of being like, this is my deep theo- theology about why I love dance. And it's like, you need that. <laughs> it's not theology, but like, you know, it's like my, my, my worldview behind dance. And it's like, you need that for yourself. But then people will start listening to that when they like you. Mm. Cause it's like, if I'm talking to someone that I don't like, even if what they're saying, even if what they're saying is true, I'm like, I'm mm. like, I don't like you though, so I'm not going to listen to you. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to listen to you. I don't know you like that, man. But it's like, yeah, so basically like post videos because people want to see videos, mm-hmm. you know, so like do both. So like people are like, oh man, this is a cool dance video. Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh, like, this is my friend. And then on top of it, it's like, you're also showing people your skill. Right. So like kind of like double task. Would you suggest covers? Um, I
0: saw that you did a cover of Hamilton and oh, yeah. I was there when you did it live, but I saw the recording. I was like, this has 17,000 views. Dang. Yeah. These are people Crazy. being exposed to what you do. So, I mean, obviously I think that's a good route to suggest.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, even just in even, even like the K-pop world, yeah. covers are like a total normal thing to learn choreography and do. But I, my cover was like, I did my own like original like, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about it in to, the music terms. Like, oh, yeah, he yeah. did a cover, but a he cover. just danced to the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it was a musical, so it's like, uh, what's a cover? I don't know. Um, it's like a weird gray area. But uh, <laughs> well, you weren't singing it, so yeah, true. So I guess the <laughs> <That> choreography sucked. <laughs> but uh, staying your lane. No, it was actually interesting because um, it can be as strategic as this, but it doesn't have to be. Um, I think covers are great. Like, people, I was like really into Twenty One Pilots, and then I did a song. Ductonium Pilots, where I was in the car. It was to car radio. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm dancing in a car, car radio, you know. Um, And that's when they were like blowing up. Um, And then even Hamilton, it was huge. It was huge back when I did it. And so like people looked at, were looking up Hamilton. Hamilton was like a topic of conversation. Right. So like unintentionally, it would have been great if I would have thought this through. But like unintentionally, I like rode a wave of Hamilton's popularity When I did this cover. Right. So I think in the future, like when things are big and when things are popular, like don't sell out. Like don't just do stuff that's popular. Like do stuff that is original and stuff that you want to do. But like don't be afraid to like, hey, this new song by, you know Little Nas X. (laughs) Little Nas X. Like, oh man, he has stuff besides old Town Road. Like, this comes out, like he just dropped a music video for uh Panini, Panini, yeah, yeah, was, it's like, kind of dope. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't, I haven't seen the thing, but I saw the trailer. Did you see? It was like, yeah, like all animated. Yeah, and stuff. it's so like, like uh,
0: it's basically like his, uh, his, I think it was MTV performance, but like in like a heightened version of it. Essentially, it was, really it was good. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's dope. Um, yeah, I gotta look it up and see the full thing. But like when people are like say that song blows up, right? Or probably has by now because oh well, now it's X. But like when people are doing that, like. Okay, actually, Lil Nas X did this. So he like TikTok was like a huge thing, mm-hmm. and so he r- made the choreography on TikTok, and so people were already like crazy about TikTok, and then they're like learning a dance to his song on TikTok. So he didn't even have to try, you yeah, know? Like people he are gonna it look 100. it up. So it's like he you put you can put yourself in a position where people will come to you mm. by riding a wave, because people are like, oh, this is popular, like this is trending, this is whatever. And so you're like, yo, I made the song to Old Town Road when it just blew up. Yeah. And so people will be looking at Old Town Road. So they're more than more likely, there's more of a chance that they will see it because they're already looking it up. Yeah. Essentially. Hmm. That's
0: good. Yeah. Ride
1: the wave, man. Ride the wave. How do you get better at the
0: craft of dancing? Like, how do you mm. improve on what you're doing? I'm talking a little voice, that big voice. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're talking about the craft, the
1: craft, the craft, the um. artist. What's your take on that, man? Yeah, How do you get straight. better? Here's what you don't do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. I have this huge frustration with class. Okay. So people are like, Hey man, you come into class, you got to take class. And people are like, Oh man, you got to grow. So you got to take class. And like when, when, when we say that, we mean like go out and learn choreography mm-hmm. from class. And that's great. But, like, there's so much more to dancing than class. Okay. And choreography. Like, challenge yourself when you create. If you haven't created choreography, create choreography. Just do it. It, The first one is going to be crap. Like, promise. You know? (laughs) But, like, (laughs) that's the point. Like, if you don't do that first one, then you're like, oh, I got hired to do choreography. So, my first one is going to be crap. And I'm getting paid for it. Hopefully. Dot, dot, dot. You know? And so... If you haven't made choreography, make choreography because you are an artist, you are a dancer, you can make choreography, period. Like fight me on that, you know. But if you already made choreography, give yourself challenges. So like um, even for class um, that I teach, I was, I challenged myself, I'm going to do everything from the waist down. Okay. So nothing is going to be from the waist up. Everything is going to be basically footwork. I put myself into a, in a place where I could kind of take those risks um, because I was teaching class and it was just like a chance for my students to grow. But it was a challenge for me because I'm like, as a choreographer, I set my standard at, this is going to be good choreography. But then I also gave, me, gave myself the limit of, it's all from the waist down. So I had to make choreography from the waist down that was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and push myself in a way that was like, or like, I'm only going to start, everything with my right hand so like give yourself like put yourself in a box to figure out your way outside of the box okay yeah so like that's that's one thing right
0: what what ultimately do you want b hunter to become
1: oh josh uh <laughs> <laughs> so to like narrow it down would be hard but i kind of want it like b hunter dance is like an umbrella company right mm-hmm. so i'm like disney mm-hmm Right, um, <laughs> one day riding that Disney wave because it's still going <laughs> since like the 1900s. <laughs> right, it's like 1901. Disney was created. Like oh, that's totally not what 1920s, it was created, but, I think. But it's fine. Are you serious? Oh, is he, or ni- maybe 1930s is one of the two. But anyways, the point is like Disney is like an umbrella company, and so I, I basically Beat Hunter is an umbrella company in the same way. So I have multiple things that I want to do. I have this curriculum. And I'm going to teach the curriculum. I like to have like a training facility for the curriculum. Okay. So it's like you come, people come and train in this curriculum. And then like I have like a university like setting, like a school setting for people who want to be educators. Because no one's like teaching people how to teach unless you like go to college. So I'll probably make it like a certification maybe to say that you're legit. But like I want to teach people how to teach. Then I want to teach people how to teach my curriculum and teach people how to teach like this other product that I cannot name the product that shall not be named because it's secret right now. You know, it's like... Secrets. <laughs> and then it's like, there's like regular hip hop classes that I teach. The main thing I want to do is touch these areas, right? So like, I want to have a minus touch in the way that like, I can touch this area, but it's something that people can bounce off of. Okay. So it's not just like, hey, all these, I have all my fingers and all these pies, so I'm getting as much funding as possible, which I need it, you know, at least right now. But it's like, I want... To make it to the point where people are benefiting more than I'm benefiting from these different avenues. Mm. So where can everyone find you and learn more about Beat Hunter and learn more about you? <laughs> the website, beathunterdance.com. So B-E-A-T-H-U-N-T-E-R dance.com. Okay. Um, I just got a business number so people don't blow oh, my personal snap. phone because oh, I'm on. not about that life. Uh come so on, bro. our business number is 757 542 five one one six you literally just read your hand yeah <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna mess this up oh that's um, funny and then yeah instagram facebook social media all the kinds of things my main thing is instagram yes. underscore beat hunter joel it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast man yeah, Same, guys seriously
0: he's a beast i'm gonna link some of his videos below Yo, so I had so much fun in that episode. We, we happened to be talking for a few hours after that. Had a great time. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. It helps out a lot. And just share it with someone you think might need it. And if you have any questions, just email me at youngcreativehustlers at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. See you on the next episode.